On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 3, Episodes 3 and 4, Walk of Punishment, and now his watch is ended. We get hyped as Daenerys begins to build her army. Chris and I debate who we'd want to be tortured by. We welcome Brendan back for a very special episode, and we wish all the Lords of Westeros a very Merry Christmas and good fortune in the wars to come, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. Merry Christmas, guys. Welcome to a very special edition of Deep Thrones. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle <laughs> I, of course, bells. am Sims. My partner, CD and Brendan are both on the line here. What's up? Hey, what's, what's going up? on? Well, well, don't ever step on my intro again, Brendan. I'll <laughs> kill you. Hi, it's me. It's John Sheedy, uh, uh, co-host of Deep Thrones. Me and Chris would like to welcome our guest, Brendan. <laughs> uh, Brendan, how are you? I, I'm less comfortable now that you have the knife pointed at me. I'm but, staring at me. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm doing all right. So happy holidays, no, well, whatever you, you again, celebrate. Brendan. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, you know, whatever. Satan's birthday, Satan's whatever birthday people is a good do. One. December 24th. Yeah, that's fine. One up, Jesus. <laughs> um, so you guys may be able to tell just from the sample so far, but we have some new technology in the room. Um, yeah, I, so folks, I kind of, uh, we take a lot of pride in what we do, and we do feel like we put out a pretty good product for you guys. Um, one of the things that had been frustrating us was that we felt like the sound quality and some of the other apps we were using uh, weren't so good. We literally, when we started this thing, we recorded into our PlayStation headsets oh, from yeah. across the city of <laughs> there Chicago. There was a delay in the line. It was like, my voice would go in and out all the time. His voice would go in and out. Sometimes there'd be call duty noises in the background. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you would hear uh, just random noises and shit, and it was like, well, let's do better than this. So then we did in-studio boys, which we continue to do, and we love in-studio boys, but even then we were just speaking directly into an open MacBook, mm -hmm. which, and now we've actually invested in, uh, and I'll give them a quick shout-out, Blue Yeti, which is a fantastic product. I love these Blue Yeti mics. They're kind of state-of-the-art mics. We're getting paid for this ad, too, by the we way. We are. We're getting a lot of money for it, and... and for the quality and the price, can't really beat it for YouTubers, podcasters, and gamers. Brennan's a gamer, and he has blue, a Blue Yeti mic. It's really nice. It's really nice. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to John Sheedy, Santa Claus Sheedy Santa here. Claus, that's right. This, yeah. was, this was a gift strictly yeah. from him. He's too humble to admit that he yeah. provided this for I the did. pod. But I, I got ho-ho-hos in different area codes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and also, we got a new software, Hindenburg Journalist Pro. Shout out to them. We love it so far. Uh, so thank you to those companies for making such yeah. great products and the and the ad money is already coming in now that we're professional with the with the blue yeti yeah so. already it's pouring in it's, yeah. it's, it's it's the season for it. it's the season of giving looking at you amelia clark it's, i'm ready to give it all. and it's also the season of taking it is amelia. looking at you amelia clark. <laughs> <laughs> also the wall's down so That's whatever right. we're it's all so in down. for it it's i hey i wouldn't mind stuff in her stocking you know what? it's you know? it's 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 the holiday season so i'll let you get away with all the gonna, amelia innuendo amelia, that you want i got some stocking stuffers for you i got a little gift and i'm not gonna wrap it either <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um i did Walls wanna, down <laughs> <laughs> restraining restraining orders on hold for now for one one episode yeah um so i did want to mention Recently, there was a new Game of Thrones promo that came out, and they did it much differently than they usually do their their um, commercials and promos. But you saw it, I believe. It was with Jimmy Kimmel and T-Pain. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. Who actually, then, believe it or not, is, is he's not even in the playoffs. So it's like, why? 
Yeah, fuck him. Fuck Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but, uh, fucking fucker. But it was cool, though. I, I, I like that they're switching it up a bit, and they were encouraging oh, binging, actually, which is really cool. I didn't actually see this. Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. a new thing. I actually got, like, an email from my HBO Now account that, also HBO Now, quick shout out to them, but... <laughs> Brendan got locked out of it, and I think it's because I have eight people currently accessing it. <laughs> HBO Now, get your shit together. All right, I'm if we need I full bought family product, usage. I bought the product, which means I can let anyone use it. That's I'm coming for your ass, HBO Now, not the other way around. I'm coming for your ass. <laughs> That's how the but terms of service works. Yeah, continue, oh, Chris. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you hit that agree button, though, it's just you never know what you're signing up for. You could be turned into a human centipede. <laughs> but you know what? You Did know? they read my terms? No, I sent a little thing right back to them. Did a you? little fine print, yeah. John Sheedy always comes Some ready PDF to PDF contract? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, um, without further ado, we'll hop into the episodes. We're doing um, episode three and four of season three. Walk of Punishment, and now his watch is ending. Yes. Um, so we'll hop in. I'll kind of take us through this first step here. It starts out, um, they're actually at the funeral of Hoster Tully. And oh, I love this scene. Ed, Edmure just shows how inept he is. The guy couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat. He's just, <laughs> and, and he's like he's like kind of cursing himself. He, he's So basically, it's tradition. Um, he gets the yips. It's You see it all the time with NFL kickers. Once it's in oh, your yeah. head, it's wide yeah. right every time. So um, it's tradition in uh, House Tully, if a lord passes away, or someone in, in the royal family, or not royal family, but I guess lordship family, um, passes away, they send a funeral pyre down the trident, which is the river there, and then you have to shoot a flaming arrow to, to set the fire going. Essentially, it's the Viking funeral. Yeah. This is the Viking exactly. Funeral. Yeah, um, they so, also do this in a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Do that? Yeah, I've never that seen that movie. Really? It's great. Yeah. It's they, Sean Connery's last movie because he hated it so much he like quit. I thought they buried him in that movie. <laughs> well, there's someone they give a Viking funeral. To. Oh, okay, probably. There's know. like 18 characters in it. Yeah, none of them have any backstory. So Edmund Tilly just misses this thing three times in a row, and the Blackfish steps in and he's just like, fuck, like fuck off. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna handle this. And um, and then the blackfish gets it in one shot, which is like a hundred yard shot. Like I don't know how he got it, but but it's great because he shoots it and then he just like starts walking away. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. it's such a badass move. Oh, he yeah. knows he's Throws got him it. The bow. He's one yeah. of my favorite characters, actually. He's, he's very underrated. He's fantastic. He's blackfish is great. Yeah. Uh, and Rob, then there's a great scene where he actually yells at Edmund Tully mm-hmm. because they, oh, it cuts right. to their little council mm-hmm. with the two with the blackfish and Edmund. Is he's uh, the blackfish is Edmund's dad? No, 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 uncle. Uncle, okay, yeah. but he's also Cat's uncle, right? They're bro- that's a so Edmure and Cat are, br- are brother and sister, right? Their and then the Blackfish is is the uncle, and he so he chased the hound and took uh like a keep like a mill from him, the mountain, the mountain. My mistake, mm-hmm. my mistake. Chased the mountain, took a mill from him, and he's like bragging about it. And Rob's like, "There's no strategic maneuver to get that mill. The trick, what we wanted to do was draw the mountain out so we could fucking kill the mountain. Mm-hmm. He is the prize. That's that's Tywin's right hand man. That would be a yeah. severe um." strategic blow to Tywin, maybe not in terms of the mountain's brain, but in terms right. of physically what he can do. Well, yeah. and, and we saw how much uh, Tywin Lannister leans on the mountain, even at even mm-hmm. at some of the uh, scenes in, at Harrenhal. They're like, yes. all right, so you know, go hunt down the Brotherhood, kill everyone you can, burn all these villages and stuff. And all that stuff takes a big toll on, on morale just in general in the Riverlands. Right. If you have someone running around and murdering everybody, it's not going to be a good time for anyone involved. Yeah, but even to that point, like the mill, the the mountain wasn't even at. It was across the river from where right. they were camping. Mm-hmm. Right, and the whole thing is like Rob said. He's like, he's a mad dog. 
I wanted he him to chase, chase us, yeah. and he would have, and we could have killed him. And it's like alternate history. What if he? Uh, what if he does do that? You know. One thing that they left out in the show, and you know, they only have so many minutes in one episode that you can do, so they probably left this out intentionally. But in the books, they make it clear that the mill was across the river. Admiral Ed, Edmir Tully had to get everyone in boats, cross the river to engage the hound or the mountain when what Rob wanted to do was have the mountain get in boats, get across the river, and then they all would have been like sheep to slaughter. They yeah. wouldn't have been able to go back. The mountain's a fat fuck. There's no way he can float. <laughs> <laughs> so so it that that's like more like the strategic importance to it. Like once they cross the river they all would have been basically awesome. routed yeah. yeah and from there we get a little small council meeting up at uh king's mm. landing mm-hmm. uh tywin all of a sudden the small council has been moved it's no longer in the old small council chambers it's interior it even says like very close to your quarters yeah tywin. that's convenient <laughs> and uh they're all there all the big hitters baelish uh cersei Varys, tywin mm-hmm. Tyrion comes in he's named master of coin he's not mm-hmm. very excited about it and there's this great scene where like Cersei's the last one in, so she like takes a chair and brings it all the way around next to Tywin. So good. And sits down and Tyrion like watches it, and then he just like annoyingly drags it. <laughs> and, and Varys is kind of cracking a smile. Uh, Pycelle is like, oh, this is a what, 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 what. And then like Baelish is like, oh, chair. <laughs> but yeah, it's great because like you, you just see like the power struggle in the Lannister family. Like everyone's trying to kiss Tywin's ass. And, oh yes, and Tyrion's just like fuck it. I'm I'm getting head of the table too. I'm not yeah. just letting Tyrion. actively trying to subvert him. Oh yeah, which is great. His favor. It's great because he keeps it real. And then um, it's a ballsier move. And then uh, from there, we actually see the Hound and the Brotherhood's first encounter. Great. Which you know come has some major implications down the road. But this is the first time they meet up, and this is where you actually see the Hound coming into his character and like cracking jokes and talking shit with all the guys. Um, really touching scene towards the end of this where Ari and Gendry say bye to Hot Pie, mm. which hashtag Hot Pie 2019, King of the Iron Throne. King of the Iron Throne. <laughs> he, he's got, he's <laughs> got my vote. He's got my, he makes that little wolf bread. He makes the wolf bread. Yeah. What is it? And at the end, it just says, eat me on it. And Ari's like, what? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, there's a quick scene with Kat and her uncle. Which isn't too big. We won't touch on it much, but I just wanted to bring it up because it really is great dialogue. Gives you a little backstory. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Blackfish and her father, were, who is Cat's uncle, uh, had some uh, some misunderstandings in their life. And she said, "Like, did you make peace?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, we, we squashed mm-hmm. our beef. It was thirty years. We don't even remember what we were fighting over." Yeah. And uh, and then she gives him just a little like, you know, I'll, I'll never see Brandon Rick on again. And he's like, "Oh, it's too bad. You'll never see Brandon again." well the the interesting part about that is um again something they don't mention in the show but the blackfish the whole reason hoster and the blackfish had a falling out was because hoster proposed a a strategic marriage that would you know unite them with another strong family i think it might have been a blackwood or someone in the riverlands but um the blackfish just straight up denied it and he's like no like i don't want to get married and it's, I don't know, like, I don't know if he's, if they, like, meant for him to maybe have another relationship, or maybe he, like, likes dudes, or maybe he just likes himself, I don't know, but um, that's where, that's where, like, the he falling out Dennis came Rodman from. situation. Exactly, he's, oh, he's yeah, he's married himself. <laughs> uh, and from there, we got North of the Wall, Mance and John, they find a bunch of dead horses. Mance hits us with a great line, he's like, uh, always the artist, and you zoom out and you see the horses designed in a way that is uh fucked up i don't know does that ever explain why the white walkers do that 
Um, so the White Quick Walkers drills. were made from the Children of the Forest, right. remember? And right. the Children of the Forest always make that spiral formation um, when they're like doing like magic like spells rolls and stuff. And... Yeah. Like, <laughs> so so I think um, I think they do that. You know, I don't know because they, the White Walkers can like the Night King can reanimate bodies just by raising his hand. You think that motherfucker mm-hmm. can talk? Do you think he'll have some conversations in the, in the season? Conversations, no. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think. You think you'll like him and Brandon like warg talk? Maybe. Actually, yeah, there might be like there might be like a fuck you, fuck you kind of situation where they talk a little bit. Fuck you, no, fuck you, no, fuck <laughs> exactly. Fuck your mom, fuck you. oh, she's dead. How dare you? <laughs> I raised her and fucked her. <laughs> and then the Nike, the Nike's like she's dead. Oh, sorry, dude. Like I didn't mean to. That's me. but like I, there, that might happen but outside of that very specific scene yeah. the night king will not talk to anybody but the main point in this scene is that man's raider is like well this is some horses the night's watch is on the run they're fucked lord mormont's north now's mm-hmm. the time to make the climb oh yeah yep. and i also think the sense of urgency increased because that means that the white walkers are that far south the fists of the first men are not that they're far north too. of the wall yeah so like He's like, fuck, we gotta, we gotta make this move happen now, yeah, or else we're all gonna be screwed. It's sort of like in the spring when you see a couple bees and you're like, the fuckers are back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they like, work. Or like when it accidentally gets too warm in the winter and you hear birds chirping outside, and you're like, who do you think you are? Yeah, like yeah. You, you can't be back yet. You know? <laughs> no, you're not back. And then um, from there, the Night's Watch, we we catch them at, towards the end of their their uh, fleeing, and they get to Crasher's Keep. And tensions are high at Crasser's Keep. These guys are weary. They're weary. I mean, they just got their ass absolutely handed it to them by dead people. They're so hungry. Like, they're yeah. cold. They're injured. And Gilly has a boy at the end of the scene, which yes. means uh, her son is going to get killed. And it was super loud. That it was almost louder than the than the Raven, the Three Eyed Raven, like Gilly's kid crying and just yeah. like yelling. Her kid, the three-eyed raven, can, can catch these fucking hands. They can catch these hands <laughs> so fast. But to catch, to end what we were talking about before is that when Mance says climb, Tormund, Egret, John, and the war guy, they're going to climb mm-hmm. the wall for intel, mm-hmm. and then the attack is coming. There's going to be a fire mm-hmm. the North has never seen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and I'm then... just not talking about Egret's bush. <laughs> Kiss by fire, baby. Kiss by fire. Uh, <laughs> and then from there, uh, Stannis is just absolutely losing his mind. He like doesn't know what to do. Mel's leaving, so he like tries to smang her right before she leaves, and like and she's just not having she it. She blue balls him pretty good. Yeah, she's like she's like your fire burns low. And he's like, oh, but my, and then it's like my a dick commercial. rises high. Like, you have low T. Like, Stannis is sitting in like a tub. You know, they always have those tubs on those Cialis commercials. Yeah, where, who, 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 off topic. Why is that a thing? Look, I don't know. Is tubs it? on a sunset like mountaintop. Yeah, for the ED commercials. I don't know. Do you remember Smiling Bob? And they're like, this is Bob. <laughs> and he's like, you remember uh, like, yeah. Smiling oh, Bob? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Viagra. That was the Viagra guy, wasn't no, it? No, he or? was like Enzite. Oh, sh- oh. Because it, it was, was Dicksite. Dicksite, yeah. Dicksite. Folks, uh, YouTube Dicksite. You won't be upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of our old work. That's some of our right. old art. Yeah. That's an Easter egg right it's there. Making, it's a little Easter egg. little something for the old fans. You know, us us in the us in the industry, we call it films. Okay? It's not a video. So like, yeah, it's true. It was a show feature. respect. It was a feature film. It was just four minutes long. It's, now yeah. it's part of our reels. Yeah. Exactly. Another industry term for you. Yeah. Our fourth member has nothing to do with us. He has exiled us from his lights. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Just kidding. That's just showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Listen. Uh, and then from there, Danny, Jorah, and Sir Barristan are walking Ooh. down this... Um, walking down this, what they call the Walk of Punishment, which is essentially a ton of slaves crucified. Oh, it's brutal. Um, yeah. To like warn other slaves not to act up. And um, they're having this talk about... 
how are you going to get an army? You know, how many men do we need? How many ships do we need? They're basically strategizing. And Barristan and Jorah are having like a pissing contest too on like who can give her the best advice. Right. Yeah. They're each like hitting on her. They're like, here, Daenerys, let me carry your books. No, let me carry your books. I think I, I think Sir Barristan has more of a like father daughter relationship with Danny does. Mm. And Jorah and has Jorah a more has creepy like uncle a, yeah. niece. Well, Jorah's just straight friend zone. Where I he's mean. like, I'm your uncle, but I want to touch you. Oh. <laughs> so a, a typical Targaryen relationship. Yeah, yeah, he's, a, friend, yeah. he's friend zone. Listen, he's totally friend zone. But yeah, only typically Targaryens don't get friend zone. They usually end up smanging their relatives. This is true. And Jorah, That's Jorah's why he's a Mormont. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but to, to yeah, your yeah. point, though, it strikes Daenerys and she hates it. She doesn't like it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like you see a transition in Daenerys where it's like she's all about the Iron Throne, but all of a sudden she sees people in a land that really means nothing to her being mistreated, and she's like, "Well, this isn't right." Well, remember, she's gone through that, though. You know, like she was always mistreated by Viserys. She was sold. She was sold. She she was. I mean, technically but, raped by Khal Drogo yeah, until the first she, time. She fell in love yeah, with him. yeah, yeah. So she she's been through that pain, so she sympathizes with these people. Um, but Rhaegar was not the last dragon. That's a great right, line. Great line. When she says that to uh, yeah. Sir Barristan, he's like, "You know, the last dragon." I talked to her. She goes. But Rhaegar was not the last dragon. And I'll be honest with you, Snowpocalypse. Uh, winter came extremely hard. Well, remember remember a few episodes ago, I think maybe the season two finale that we did, I was telling you that this is the transition where Danny starts coming into herself and really... Yeah. Like, th- this is the Danny that I love. I hate it like the helpless Danny roaming around in the desert, not knowing what to do and shit. This is, this is the Danny I'm talking about. Buys all the Unsullied... Makes her own fucking decision, putting her dragon on the line against Sir Barristan and Sir Jorah's advice. Uh, yeah. advice. Yeah. And that's what that's what Chris is referring to. She just made a deal with the slave trader for the mm-hmm. Unsullied. She will give him her strongest dragon, which is Drogon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in return, he will give her 8,000, all of the Unsullied. And, and Masandi. And Masandi. Oh, that's huge deal. I yeah. would have done the dragon for Masandi straight up. <laughs> uh, straight up, no trade backs. Um, the Unsullied's just a plus. Yeah, the Unsullied's just like, that's like when you get like a big trade in the MLB and they throw in like cash considerations for a player to be named later. The Unsullied's yeah. a player to be named later. Masandi's the big hitter. Uh, she can get this smoke. <laughs> And then, like, Sir Barristan and Jorah the whole time were like, that was a dumb trade. And she's like, if you ever question me again, I'll find people who won't. And I was yeah. like, whoa, Donald yeah. J comment. That's, <laughs> that's what I really love about this scene is, to Chris's point, like, that she's finally standing up for herself and making her own decisions mm-hmm. as opposed to just blindly following kind of her advisors or people. Well, yeah. also, when I first saw the scene, what I was like, well, you know what, though? If you think about it, if you're surrounded by yes-men, you tend not to make great decisions. You want people who will question you, but her point is don't question me in front, in front of, of the motherfucker. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Behind closed doors, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's great. Which does happen later on. Right. So, and, and I mean, she's coming into the type of queen or king that you would want, someone that, you know, examines all options and then makes the best decision, which turns out to be the best decision in this case, which we'll get to later on. But from there, we go back to King's Landing. Podrick. And Podrick's just... He just... So, to to thank Podrick for saving his life, Tyrion Mm -hmm. buys him all of the hookers. And, and like, the best, like, the best hookers. The top of the line. Like, these ones got no visible sores. Well, they're all clean. <laughs> they're crispy. Well, the, they yeah. put on their perfume. One one does like a I forget what they call it. it was something not, but she like she's all t- she's she's one of three women yeah. in the world. She like she like bends over backwards and then just like and Padre's just like staring staring at her all three of her eyes. <laughs> it's just it's just right at eye level. Exactly. Yeah, it's brutal. And then like so then like it cuts to Tyrion talking like business with um, 
uh, Bron. Bron. Yeah. And then Podrick comes in, and he's all disheveled. They're like, you were gone a long, surprisingly long time. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, and here's your money. And Tyrion's like, that's a gift. Like, that's more than I pay you in a year. And, and Bond's like, he's a squire. You don't pay him. He's like, so it's definitely more than <laughs> And then uh, he's like, oh, no, they didn't charge me. Cause I, and they're like, wait. It's because they didn't charge him because he fucked him so He good. just pod the pussy slayer, dude. Pod he's the pussy out slayer. Here. He might not be king of the Iron Throne at the end, but he's king of the poon. <laughs> I like how immediately Tyrion and Bronn are like, like sit him down, gets wine, and like, yeah. he's going to tell us oh, every yeah. detail. These are those yeah. scenes. I found these two episodes had a few like comic relief scenes, which is nice when you got some brutality going on. Well, that's, that's what sets kind of these seasons apart from the like this is like the the bread and butter of game of thrones is what we're getting into right now yeah i mean the the, the oh, war of the five kings period i think is peak game of thrones yeah and, and then i totally forgot that balon Greyjoy is considered one of the five kings it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like four and a half yeah <laughs> they don't even, do they four and a half and one queen one of the people no she's not in the picture yet so it's so, oh, it's, so it's it's renly stannis joffrey balon rob well so it's like three it's three kings. Well, well Renly's died now. One queen. I think wasn't yeah. he? Daenerys originally? is another queen. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was, he was one of the five kings. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He lost pretty quick. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, Stannis got him from deep three point range. <laughs> it's like when you play. It's like when you face the Warriors and they're just draining threes, and you're like, "It's nothing we can do." They're at the, they're at the half court line pulling up. <laughs> Steph Curry from Steph three. Curry. It was like that's deep. And then uh, the next scene I have in my notes is Ramsey is a sick fuck with two C's. And he likes a quick fuck. Dude, he's just, he's playing games, just mind games. Love it. He senses, so, all right, so he, he makes it seem like Theon's escaping, right? Theon is on a horse, and mm-hmm. he's on his way, he thinks he's on his way to freedom, he's not, he's on his way to a fucking business meeting. Oh yeah, yep. strictly, strictly business. Strictly business. And then, and then the most fucked up part is, oh, yeah, Theon yeah. gets accosted by these men of the Dreadfort. Which of course is where where the Boltons are from. Those are Ramsey's men. Yeah, yeah. So and then Ramsey just murders all three or four of them, and we don't know it's Ramsey's men yet. No, they're playing well, it no, as if you right. think Ramsey is Yara's right. friend. Yeah, like yeah. he's like your sister sent me to to reclaim you, kind of thing. But like yeah. Ramsey, it's all mind games, and he kills his own men to accentuate the mind games. Who actually were about to like fuck Theon for trying to escape. It's yeah. bloody yeah. brutal. Yeah, fuck pretty brutal. Yeah, that was the, pretty wild. The lingo is brutal. Yeah. Rape is never fun. Um, and then from there, Jamie actually shows some humanity here. This is one of my favorite scenes because this is one of those scenes where it's it's um, foundation of relationships, right? They're and, about to have their way with Brienne of Tarth, the yes. um, Bolton men who recaptured her and Jamie. Mm-hmm. And and Jamie actually shows some compassion and cares. Like, listen, you'd be smart to just let them have their way; otherwise, they'll kill you. And then, of course, Brienne fights back. So when they take her. Brienne's going nuts, and then Jamie has a little bit of compassion and goes, "Hey, you know, her father's Lord Selwyn Tarth of the Sapphire Isles." Yeah, and and like plays it off that like there's a ton of sapphires on Tarth, and right. Selwyn Tarth would give all those sapphires to the captor, um, which ended up being a bad move for Jamie personally. But he's talking a little too much for the Bolton guys liking. But this is when his this is when his character arc begins, I think. Right. Up until now, we have hated Jamie for mm-hmm. many reasons. One of which, pushing Bran out a window. Another, that great fight with Ned outside of Baelish's when they mm-hmm. kill um, Poole. What was his name? Um, what was uh, um, Ned's right hand guy who we I all really remember. liked? Uh, Jory. Yeah, Jory Castle. Mm. Yeah. 
Jory who I loved. I yeah, loved that guy. He was a good guy. boy. Yeah, he he killed guy. him, and then he, you know, it, so from now, all we've seen is negative Jamie shit, and now we're starting to see that he does have a heart. Exactly. And he does this stuff. He puts his neck on the line for Brienne, but it, like you said, it costs him. They cut. They cut off Jamie's right hand, which is his dominant hand. Which is that's his that's his thing. I mean, you can't be a swordsman without your dominant hand. The scene ends with a hard scream from Jamie that he yeah. even goes into the credits a little bit. It's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Which Brendan, you, I mean, you, you're a huge fan of Game of Thrones, and when you start the series, you think Jamie is like the greatest swordsman. Yeah, you, you're taught to believe that he is like one of the best fighters in the Seven Kingdoms, and now he's mm-hmm. lost his weapon, which is his hands. Right. Yeah, and like, just from like kind of the film aspect of it or the editing aspect. Like Jamie scream into the punk version of uh, of uh, the bear and the maiden fair. The bear and the maiden fair. Yeah. They're singing at the beginning yeah. of the episode. Like that is such a shock to the system, both visually and sonically. That like it just impacts even more because that's the first electric instrument of any kind we've heard in the episode. It, oh yeah, yeah. At any point in time, and yeah. so like that following immediately after like the revelation of oh fuck he lost his fucking hand. Yeah. And then it's just more extreme with that. Yeah, and just yeah. this punk rock uh, mm-hmm. "Bear the Maiden Fair," which I love, by the way. It's a great song. This yeah. isn't this isn't the level of Ned Stark getting his head cut off, but in terms of stuff that people consider important in Game of Thrones, this is a yeah. huge character oh, yeah. who slayed the Mad King, who was involved in so many battles, which mm-hmm. you don't really see in the show. But mm-hmm. it's Jamie at his current state that you see in Game of Thrones is kind of a past his prime, Jamie. And those hands accomplished a lot, which Chris knows because he's read the books. Jamie has an impressive... Oh, yeah. His baseball card's a, card's a good a, baseball card. He's got a great resume. And remember, the Lannisters were winning the war before Jamie got caught. Jamie had Jamie had made it successfully past the Golden Tooth in the West all the way to um, River Run, which is... And it's no fault of Jamie's that he got caught. They yeah. completely... Rob fooled Tywin. Yeah. He fooled them all. He yeah. fooled the entire Lannister army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that, that was the turning point in the war, and then the North... Firmly took control, and then due to Rob's own mistakes and, and, and the Kat's war mistakes, starts to turn, and it was literally the release of Jamie that hurt. And then we see mm-hmm. now that the Bolton men have no intention of taking Rob or bringing Jamie to Rob. There's going to be some side deals going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting how, like, like you said, Jamie's baseball card is very impressive. So in a way, it's almost symbolic that that is. That's, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, what? That's, that's the, the end of Jamie Lannister as we know. You're a right handed yeah. pitcher and you break your right arm. Guess what? You're not pitching with your left. You're, right. you're done for the season. You yeah. know? And this is what signals like the start of his redemption. Right. Like, this is this is no longer the Jamie that we know. He's literally been cut out. Well, you break somebody down to build him back up in people's eyes, you know? Yeah. It's like what Ramsey's doing at Theon. Literally breaking, <laughs> down, like, breaking down a little too much. Yeah. 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 I mean, if Bran had his way, I think Jamie would have lost like his right leg because that's the one that did the kicking. <laughs> no, he just shoved him with no, his right hand. Shoved him with his right hand, so then yeah. sweet, yeah. sweet justice. Yeah. <laughs> the things I do for love. Um, so that was uh, Walk of Punishment. Now we're going to ease on into, and now his watch is ended. We're, gonna we're just going to slide We're going to slide in real yeah, nice, full eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Um, we start is with old, old Jamie one hand. He's on a horse, and he's feeling a little woozy, because when you get your hand cut off, especially at this time, not great medical practices, so he's probably lost a lot of blood. He's dirty, so there might be some infections. Oh, yeah. And he's on a horse, and they're, like, <laughs> bullying him, and he, like, falls off the horse. And uh, then he, like, pulls a sword, and, like, they're all battling him, but just, like, fucking with him. Because he's got nothing. Yeah. And they knock him down, and he's like, Ugh. And then the one dude's like, you want some water? And he, like, starts chugging it, and he's like, I've never seen a man drink horse piss like that. 
But, I mean, at that point, I figure, like, he probably hasn't eaten in a couple of days. He probably hasn't drank water in a couple of days. So, I mean, horse pits probably... He hasn't had probably, his right hand in a couple of days. Yeah, so... And and they have it hanging around his neck, correct? If I remember yep, correctly. he's wearing it like a necklace. So, he's got to smell that rotting flesh all day. Like, Ugh. I mean... And it's his own goddamn hand. Yeah, it's his, it's his <laughs> like, own it's rotting flesh. It's a constant flesh. reminder. You are no longer who you are. Right. And Brienne is even pissed. Like, she's now standing up for him. So that relationship is, again, taking roots. Um, they're, I mean, it's about time Jamie Smings a blonde that's not named Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> they don't smang. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Are all the Lannisters blondes? So yes. would Brienne technically have... Well, Tyrion's not. He is. In the early seasons, they dyed his hair blonde. They've just yeah. given that up. Yeah. He's is, living in like he's living in the in the east now, so it's like you know you get in the sun, you get a little tan. His hair got it, tan. Is it because are the are they the only ones that are blonde? No, well that's even the whole like Robert Baratheon thing when Ned's looking through the book and he's reading all of Robert's kids are black yeah, with hair, and then yeah. he looks at hit Robert and Cersei's yeah. kids and he's yeah. like, oh. So is, so has Brienne of Tarth possibly got some Lannister blood? No, there's no, other blondes. There's other oh, okay. blondes. Right. Yeah, there's right. a, right. there's other blondes, but. Um, bringing up that book though, there's certain families with dominant traits, right? So like, yeah. like for example, the Starks have dominant dark hair features. Blue eyes. The Starks have like naturally blue eyes. Oh, do they? I didn't yeah, know I, that. yeah, because yeah. Cat even says that because she says okay. like she didn't like looking into Jon Snow's like brown eyes. Okay, but the, I mean that's like Jon Snow's parentage. He takes the dominant traits from Ned, or I'm sorry, from Rhaegar. Well, spoil spoiler alert from Lyanna. Right. Um. Not from Rhaegar, because then he would have had platinum hair. Yeah, Lyanna oh, is Ned, yeah. was Ned's nickname during the war, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. They called him old Neddy Lyanna stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch of the battlefield. Yeah, he was sassy. He was a total carry. Total carry. Run somebody through and go, ooh, your outfit's shitty. Yeah, and he would, he bitch slapped the shit out of the Smiling Knight. Or who did he fight? He fought uh, the <laughs> Night of the Dawn. Knight. He fought the Night of the Dawn, right? He yeah. Killed, Oh, the sword of the sword, sword of, the morning. of the morning. That's yeah. who he killed. Yeah, yeah Arthur. The Day. sword of the morning. Is that like a morning boner reference? He's like, look how hard this sword <laughs> is. The old sword of the morning. And then it's like he's got like a limp sword. He's like, it's the sword of the mid afternoon. <laughs> um, and then from the bullying, uh, we got uh, Varys and Tyrion have a really great conversation, and we see Varys is be- starting to become a real player. Uh, mm. He starts showing up more and more in scenes in each episode with more and more important characters, talking to Tyrion and. Um, he tells Tyrion how, like, an old, like, sorcerer took his dick for, like, his conjuring spell, and he actually mm-hmm. even heard, like, the voice of whatever he conjured. And remember, he told he told Tyrion right before the Battle of Blackwater that he would tell him someday how he got cut. Yeah. Yeah, well, remember, was... Ned told John he'd tell him about his mom. Look how that worked out. <laughs> but this one actually pays But off. this one actually worked and out. And he tells him that, like, the sorcerer took his dick, and he's like, but, like, because Tyrion was talking about how he wants revenge for things <laughs> that have happened in his life, and Varys is like, I understand that feeling, and he opens his box, and the sorcerer's in the box, and he's like, You'll get the revenge you seek, Tyrion, in your own way. And then if, you if you have the stomach for it. Yeah, if you have the balls. Varys is both... Yeah. <laughs> well, Var- classic, Varys is, classic. Classic. You sound like, like Bayless, just oh, like... Just where's your balls? <laughs> well, Varys is both, like, explaining to Tyrion, like, I can help you do... Get this vengeance you seek. Yeah. But it's going to cost you, and it's going to be messy, and it's going to be disgusting. And you mm, gotta make sure. I love it. Is... I love all what you're pitching me right now. Yeah, <laughs> this, this it's gonna be sloppy. It's you gonna, gonna, yeah, gonna spit all over. <laughs> you gotta be sure that this is exactly what you want. And like, Varys is not so. It was very subtly kind of hinting to Tyrion because even Tyrion says like, I don't. Like, he says something like, I don't know who to trust at this point. Like, my influence is not as great. 
But but Varys and Tyrion now, I believe, and, and I think everyone is skeptical of Varys at first. Oh yeah. But Tyrion and Varys, especially Varys showing this to Tyrion, I think this is a mm-hmm. sign that their trust is strong. Oh yeah, this now. is like mm-hmm. the first major step yeah. in their partnership or relationship. Yeah. This is like before the third date when you're texting a girl and like you're both joking like, all right, cool, I'm gonna get <laughs> but in. You know, it. You, know, yeah. you know, hey, make sure you bring <laughs> something, and you're like, all right, well, I'm not bringing anything, but sure. Um, but no, to your point, Varys never really shows his true colors unless mm-hmm. someone's already proven to, to him that they're for the realm and not just like personal gains. Tyrion proved that at the Battle of the Blackwater. Mm-hmm. Um, we found out later on that, you know, after all his spying on Danny, he helps her. He, he helps her because she proved herself as being more Varys for the people. Is, Varys assisted Ned till the end. Yep. Yep. So. I forget that, like, Daenerys helping here, or Daenerys helping the, the Unsullied and uh, as, like sacking of Astapor, mm-hmm. like that's when Varys starts actively trying to help her. Right, exactly, and yeah. he and he he plays he plays a very important role in like the spy network and Yunkai and mm-hmm. later on in Marine as well. But uh, but yeah, and then from there, from there we go. Um, so the uh, Watchmen at Craster's Keep, they're getting very weary. It's really nothing important going on. There's just like fireside chat between uh, Ed. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Not Pip, but the guy who... The, the red-haired guy, the big ginger, kind of chubby guy. Uh, the big ginger cunt. Chris, is it Chris? Is it Gren. 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 I love Gren. Uh, yeah, he's just, a good boy. They're very weary, and from there we see that Sam is going to help Gilly. They're going to hide the boy that she just had, because they know Craster's going to kill the boy. So this is where Sam like commits the idea that he's going to help. I've got to help Gilly, because yeah. it's the only poon I've ever seen. You know? <laughs> uh, and from there we got a quick scene with Bran... The Three-Eyed Raven and Jojen Reed, who... These scenes are fucking snooze fest. It's... It, it, like... We talked about this before. The storyline with Bran is brutal up until, like, season six, I feel like. It's not great. Yeah, it's six seasons. Like, Bran's best episode is the one where he flies out the fucking window. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. back then he was cool because he's always climbing shit. Yeah. Like, look at him! Yeah. And then, this is the Assassin's Creed guy, except the Assassin's Creed guy like can dive into hay barrels and well, not missed, be like, oh, he, my legs! <laughs> he missed He missed the hay. He missed the hay. Yeah. He missed the hay. Um, so these scenes are brutal. The Three-Eyed Raven, so loud. So it's loud. so loud. It's cawing away. And I just, I, I'm an animal lover, and I'm like, that can die. Um, <laughs> well, does anyone really love birds, though? I mean, like, no one. Like, well, Animal like, lovers don't even love birds. I'm sure that's bird some watch. person. People do birdwatch. People birdwatch. Like, what What do you get from, oh, there it is. <laughs> it's in that tree. It's, it's flying. It's, there he goes. Yeah, or a spotted willow. So dick. when we go to Wisconsin, I sometimes we see bald eagles flying. That's, like, cool because it's a big-ass animal. And it will awesome. dive in the water and pick up fish. Like, that's a majestic thing to see. And I'm do, like, you remember, do you remember some uh, some bald eagles? It was like a... It in was Chinatown. A, it was an odd weather change one year. And, and it was living on the Chicago and River. And they all, they migrated from like Maine. Yes. And they were going through Chicago. There was yeah. one in, in my fucking tree yeah. in front of my house. Oh yeah. It, it, was, a <laughs> yeah. it was a hitter. It was a hitter. It was a hitter. It was wild, dude. Hitters. <laughs> and I didn't believe my mom. Like I was up, I was up North at my girlfriend's place at the time. And then she's like, Chris, there's a bald eagle in our tree. And I was like, you're lying. You're like, so I literally, dro- <laughs> I literally drove 30 minutes home to see this motherfucker. And it was there. It's bald. Was no, it majestic a, as fuck? It was hundred percent Yeah, true. it was just chill. Dude. When I was working on my boats, probably looking for squirrels or something. When I was working off. on my boats, bald eagles were living on like uh, by Halstead part of the Chicago.
Chicago River by Chinatown. And they were just like, there was like a whole family living there. And there were bald eagles kind of all around Chicago. And it's yeah. not at all natural for them. Even, no. Yeah, no even chance. before when we were, probably when we were more of a prairie back in the day because you'd get the little mice. But now you never see bald eagles in Chicago. That's yeah, um, no chance. I've never felt more patriotic in my life. I didn't even see Do you remember this. in high school, like the parrots? <laughs> Or the parakeets, the green birds. That would, oh, yeah. no. They're like those green birds. They would always be outside the trees, and people were like, those parrots? <laughs> <laughs> those parrots. We might have been high as a group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that happens pretty often. <laughs> um, so from there, um, Varys has a quick discussion with Roz. There's a quick mention of Podrick. Again, a lot of humor about how Podrick just absolutely just, Podrick, just rearranged the those girls' guts. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely. King of the South, the am I right? dick. Um, and then the conversation quickly turns to more serious, serious fare about Baelish and Sansa and how Varys actually says he considers, or not yet, this is later he says this, but he considers Lord Baelish to be the most dangerous man in Westeros. He is the epitome of self-interest. Right, which I for mean, Varys is, like Varys looks at the mountain and he's like not as dangerous as Baelish because Baelish has a keen mind and mm-hmm. a way to manipulate. That is only out for himself. And oh, yeah. Varys is, is, he's probably worried about Sansa because she is a young girl, but more so everyone's worried about Sansa because she's the key to the North. I think everyone thinks that, you know, all these older Starks are on their way out. I think everyone thinks Brandon Rickon are dead. Jon Snow's a mm-hmm. bastard. He's at the wall. So he's given up all claims to anything that potentially could have happened. And Rob is technically a traitor. So the key to anybody who wants to be Warden of the North is Sansa because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, in the North, the Stark name still is, means everything. Oh, yeah. And there, I, the, I mean, a tale as old as time, there must always be a Stark in Winterfell. You Shout ma- out Beauty and the Beast. You, you marry Sansa, you're the Lord of Winterfell. I think, uh, I mean, Bruce Bolton, I think, mentioned uh, Ramsay, or not at this point, but... We'll get to that Rams later. Coming up. Yeah. I just want to point yeah. out too that like Sophie Turner is she's pretty. Oh yeah. I was Mary. always on the I was always on the fence. She's, she's she's hot. You were on the you were on the fence. Well, back it was not. I was never on the fence. It she was, was younger. When, it was back oh, when was me younger. and you would debate. Okay. Oh right. Yeah. Well, when she was younger, like I said, Alabama roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and from there, what was the last thing I just talked about? Um, um, various pod. Uh, yeah. Joffrey shows Marjorie just some burial places. It's not an important scene. He shows her like this is where all the shit was built, and then she takes him outside. And Cersei's like, "No, Marjorie, don't take Joffrey outside. They go outside. And they get like a standing O. The people are like, "It's King Joffrey. Mm-hmm. It's Marjorie." Mm-hmm. And it's just like Joffrey's like, "Wow, this is fun. I'm having fun, and I haven't tortured anything today. So Mar- I'm having a good day." He's like, "It's like that Ice Cube song. Yeah. You have to use my today AK. was it's a, good a good day." day. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, like Marjorie is playing this perfectly i oh, mean yeah. she she's the only one up to this point who's been able to control joffrey joffrey other than tywin i mean cersei is yeah. terrible at it um Tyrion Tyrion did a fairly decent job at it i thought he was he was aggressive enough to put joffrey kind of in his place for some things mm-hmm. uh for like really big important things he would put him in his place otherwise he just he would fuck a fucking just murder shit it's like a mad dog on a leash like you yeah can't, it's still, it's still gonna attack people. It's still gonna attack people. But no, like it's important to recognize the fact that the populace of King's Landing hasn't gotten. They weren't at the Battle of the Blackwater, so they don't know that Joffrey fled from the front. Yeah. Um, they see King Joffrey, and it's all just like he oh, saved King, us. King Joffrey defended King's Landing. My my wife didn't get raped because they were he fed protected us. They were I'm, fed I'm propaganda. Yeah. They were fed. Mm-hmm. They were. Fed propaganda, you know. Um, 
whoever their version of Goebbels is was probably like <laughs> printing out fucking pamphlets of like, look at Joffrey fighting, you know, this guy. Mm-hmm. But that's that do be like that. Um, and so from there, uh, Ramsey travels Theon right back to hell. Uh, Ramsey's like, here, this is the exit. And then he turns the light on and Theon's right back in that crossroom. And Ramsey's like, huh? Welcome back. <laughs> what, one thing that I found interesting was uh, when Ramsey first staged the, the um, release of Theon, mm-hmm. he told him to go east and he would find his sister, mm-hmm. which east would be further away from the Iron Islands and further away from, from um, where his sister is at. <laughs> so like, I don't, like, Theon was dumb for believing that to begin with. Yeah. But I guess when you're being tortured and you have one lifeline, you got to listen to it. Yeah, true. I mean, he's got to be nowhere near the right state of mind like to process the information yeah. he's given. Yeah. Because at this point, he's already been tortured for like months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it, it's really it's really interesting to like see the because it's a very slow burn. Oh yeah. Breaking down. Oh yeah. Ram- down. Ramsey does this like an art form. Like he, oh, it's he, it's beautiful. It's gross, but it's beautiful it's, at the same time. It's, it's this is this is Da Vinci beautiful. at his height. This is Michelangelo with the Sistine Chapel. But I, I mean, like <laughs> what, cutting off, drawing little dicks so that he may chop them off. <laughs> but I mean, like, what other show would you see like the very slow burn of the breakdown of a of a human being, a psyche, like just breaking this person mm-hmm. to pieces? Mm-hmm. And it it, it impacts. You ever watch Friends? That does it to the audience. Yes, but I mean, like, actually on the screen, not in my heart. Um, <laughs> but like, it it what? No show that I can think of. It, it it impacts literally major events later on. Oh yeah, I mean it, it again. Like it gets back to the character arc stuff. Like same thing with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Theon Theon comes out later to try to redeem himself. Reek. He hasn't. He hasn't quite yet. But hopefully, hopefully he does. I just took a portrait mode picture of Chris, and it's fire. Look at that that shit, dude. That is a great picture. Look at that. that. Name a good and the caption says, "Name a gooder boy." I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. It's portrait mode, folks. You can never go wrong. Uh, but yeah, no, all that's correct, and I didn't hear any of it. But I, I know it's <laughs> he was busy like taking pics. I took yeah. eight million pics. If you missed, um, uh, did you guys make a single dick joke? No, you idiots. made you made idiots. the dick joke for idiots. us. Idiots, idiots, you guys are idiots. Um, and then from there, Jamie and Brand have a quick chat. He still has no hand. Um, uh, but the chat is just like it's more just like a little like thank you for what you did. No, thank you. And it's planting the seeds, and hopefully someday Jamie plants a few seeds inside of her, because I really want to see those two go at it, you know? Uh, She's a big girl. I, I, I like... I like. He's going to climb her like a tree. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I like the relationship being more so like a forbidden fruit sort of deal, mm. because I think there's... I think there's... I think that sexual tension's always there, but the fact that they haven't, like, began that sexual relationship makes them a stronger bond as, like companions season eight yes no. or no do they do they kiss at all no. yes no. or no no no, no okay chance. we got two no's on that okay no yeah. chance i'm gonna go yes i i bet I, they have a, a passionate kiss i really hope norman or torben giants bane yeah i would rather see that i so jamie so, so jamie much. dies nobly yes or no jamie dies nobly season eight fact 
Nobly is going to be debatable. It's it, a yes or no. It's a... Ah, you still can't say yes or no. You're off. Big facts. Big facts. Yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm yes. turning this into a gotcha journalism podcast where yeah, I'm just like, yes gets, or no. Yeah. <laughs> yes or no death penalty. <laughs> it's going to be... It's gonna Government be, shutdown. It's going to be yes a redemptive no. death, it's, but I don't know about Noble. I agree. I think I think he... Okay, so we'll, we'll cover more when we get to there, but I have some opinions mm-hmm. on his death. Uh, and from there... Good, thank you, guys. And from there... Yes or no? Uh, yes or no. <laughs> and from there, uh, Cersei and Tywin. Great fucking scene. Where she's like, Tywin, you're like, I'm your daughter. Do you ever think that maybe, like, you're always about your sons and your legacy. Do you ever think your daughter's better for your precious legacy? And Tywin's, like, working the entire time. Just, like, mm-hmm. keep talking and oh, listening yeah. kind of thing. Like, And then he just, like, says to her, he's like, listen, I'm not... I don't treat you differently because you're a woman. I treat you differently because you're nowhere near as smart as you think you are. And then, like, he goes off about how she's unable to control Joffrey. And she says, well, we have to be careful of the Tyrells because Marjorie has her claws in Joffrey. She can manipulate him. He's like, good. I wish you could. Yeah. And then she goes, well, let's see if you can um, you know, control the king. And Tywin just stops what he's doing. Close up on his face. He looks up at her and goes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean. Who the, is the king of Westeros? Tywin, Tywin Lannister. Lannister. Fact. Even, even when the Mad King was on the throne, Tywin Lannister was running yeah. everything. This is like 2000 to 2008. The president of the United States was Dick Cheney. Like, essentially. Yeah. Like, no, like. Essentially. Yeah. By the way, going to watch the shit out of that movie. That movie's going to be good advice. Looks oh, really good. Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. He does bad yeah. voice the entire uh, time. It's so weird. He's like, George. <laughs> and then George. Bane, and then Bane just shows up for some reason. Yeah, it's Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think of this scene? Because we got two big... I'm a fan of Tywin, but Chris and Brendan, especially Chris because he's read the books, and Brendan are huge Tywin guys. I, I, just to be completely honest here, Tywin is the biggest straight shooter of the in the in the entire show, he's never gonna sugarcoat anything. He says it how it is. He's a genius. The second watch, I've grown so much respect. Like Cersei is, she does thinks she's hot shit, and she's really not. If you if you think about it, I mean, All rat brash decisions. Yeah, she it, fucks up so hard so many times. Well, like up until this point, she, I mean, the biggest move that she's done was having the pyromancers make the. Um, the wildfire, mm-hmm. and then Tyrion just stole that whole operation. Up until this point, Cersei really hasn't had too much control. I mean, even when she tried to let Ned go to the Night's Watch, Joffrey just overruled that. Yeah, and just cut, cut his fucking head. head off. Yeah, starting starting a war essentially. Yeah, which is which. Like Ty- if Tywin was there, there's no chance that goes down. No, oh, no, no chance. The, the half the shit in the show that is happening wouldn't have gone down if people had consulted Tywin. Oh yeah, like. Joffrey being a dick. Like, if Tywin had con- like wasn't doing 900 other things to keep the family and the nation alive, mm-hmm. or, like, just running towards his goals, like, he could have easily stepped in, raised him to be a fucking decent... Like, at least control his murderous yeah. urges. Yeah. It doesn't help that Robert was a drunk his whole life, and probably, like... Did not Anytime give Joffrey shit. was like, Dad, you want to hang out? He was probably like, no. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> like, well, I gotta go on a two-week hunting trip. So I'm gonna go bang some whores. <laughs> Robert and Cersei clearly hated each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Robert, I think, didn't even really like like his kids. Like, he was lukewarm to them. He did. At, Robert did. He, yeah. he, he was, he, he was distant. I mean. He's like that fun dad who, like, dies young, and you're kind of like, he yeah. was who he was. And, I mean, even at, at a later point, Cersei even says, like, there are other, like, to, I think it's to Sansa. Like, there are other ways to finish a man off. Oh yeah, like yeah. When, when like they were when they feet. were doing that, uh, <laughs> when they were when they were in the um, like Megor's holdfast during the uh, yeah. siege of Kings. Yeah, Landing. you talk yeah. too much. I'll finish myself. 
Well, no, because like Robert would come in and he'd be fucking hammered because he doesn't want to actually go banger, even though she's smoking hot. But he would get, we would get like the drunk dick, I think, and he would like fall asleep and she'd just pretend. She would just like smear like some coconut oil on her tits and be like, that was you. No, like she, he would try and she would just like rub him off or like rub him off or something. That's the impression that I got. Let's break down how Cersei jacked off Robert for twenty minutes. <laughs> All right, so now, do you think it's a two? She definitely hand did the double. She hand? definitely did the double grip. Gawk, yeah. gawk, combo. Yeah, nails like got... the painted nails. <laughs> she, she, do you think she had like a little bedside dipping sauce, or do you think she was going dry on him? Ooh, that's a good point. Or do you think natural sweat from him? I think. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> from under his beard. I yeah. think she was. I think she was using some milk of the poppy again, and skin it. And then she got a little milk from poppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out, Good guys, stuff. we've recorded a lot of episodes. I've never felt cooler than right now, just leaning into this mic and oh, pointing. Great. Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> like, I it's think we're going to graduate to where we get like a boom thing to hold this, and then we like pull it down. We're like, listen, 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 shut up. Turn off his mic. Turn off his <laughs> like mic. Mr. Sh- like Mr. Sh- Anderson? Sh- shut yeah. up talking to me. Turn sh- off his mic. Sh- um, and yeah, so that's an important breakdown is how Cersei jacked off Robert. You guys are welcome. Yeah. You won't get that but, in the books. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like... Cersei's done quite literally nothing good at this point. Like, she's done things to kind of set some things in motion, but she's never really controlled or she's contributed. She's never been in yeah. control of a situation yeah. to this point. From there, we get a little Lady Olena mm. and various garden politics. garden politics. It's a quick scene, but it's an important scene. They just kind of discuss, again, Littlefinger is dangerous, uh. the most dangerous man in Westeros, according to Varys, because of his mind. Uh, let's quickly touch on that. Oh, Lady Olenna, baddest bitch in the world right now. She is. She's a boss. She, she is a boss. Quite literally, is a boss. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then they discuss what they're gonna do, which then leads to the next scene, which is Marjorie pitching to Sansa, like, "What do you think of my brother? Yep. Nice hair, huh?" Yeah. And Sansa's like, "Oh, Loras is handsome," and she's like, "How would you like that in there?" <laughs> that, Getting it. I don't ever want to see you make that face again. Yeah. Well, you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the problem. I mean, L- Loras is like the guy of Sansa's dreams, right? She's always wanted this like knightly honorable figure and she doesn't know that he's gay but yeah. i mean it doesn't matter like she it doesn't it, at the end of the day it really doesn't matter like the only thing if you're having a marriage like you just need kids to legitimize it yeah. right to quote to quote lady olena he's a sword swallower through and through <laughs> no. that's a great what a burn it's, it, what a grandson burn. she just roasts her own family and she does not take prisoners yeah. she roasts literally everyone yeah the next scene, we go north of the wall. The Watchmen are burning bodies. Uh, the men of the Night's Watch, the Watchmen. The men of the Night's Watch are burning bodies. And uh, Craster's, like, drunk, so he's kind of loose with his words. Which, earlier in the episode, he actually, like, says something shitty to them. And then he looks around and realizes that the Night's Watchmen are not like how they were before when they were, like, behind Lord Mormont, like, nodding. They're just, like, staring holes through him. Oh, yeah. So he backs off. But now he's drunk. A Night's Watchman of the name, Carl, calls him a bastard. He freaks the fuck out. And he says, next man who calls me a bastard is getting a sword. And then Carl goes, you're a bastard. And then all hell breaks loose. Oh, yeah. Big fight. Um, the, the fucking asshole kills Lord Mormont. Not Carl, the other guy who hates Sam. And he's like, come here, piggy. Yeah. Oh, Sam yeah. and Gilly flee. Mm-hmm. It's a fight. Grin fights that guy. Everyone's fighting. Carl kills Craster. Lord Mormont's dead. Craster's dead. Mm-hmm. And the Night's Watchmen essentially have taken control of Craster's keep now. That's how, I mean, you, your whole life's flipped on its on its ass, basically, like, you're chilling, and then an army of the dead attacks you. All your, yeah. most of your brothers die. You come back with only seventy. I think they left with something like two hundred, two hundred men, and then like morale's so low, like you're ready to just you're at your breaking point at that point. So I mean, Craster fucked up by slipping up. He's he should have been on his toes. 
I'm upset they killed Mormont, but the very human element of killing Craster and taking control of his keep made sense to me. And he's also an evil person, so I wasn't, like, mad. It was when yeah. Mormont died when I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. But Mormont's trying to keep him alive because they need Craster. Mm-hmm. Like, they need this safe haven in the middle of the But night. they still have it if Craster's dead. It's more the honor of, we have a deal with this man, we're not going to kill someone for the sake of doing it. True, you know? true. And it's also breaking from, like, that, that tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd say it. All right. Uh, and from there... Uh, quick brothers without banner scene. The hound is going to be uh, fought with a trial by combat with mm. uh, Derek and Derek. Derek and Derek. I always call him Derek Bombarian. <laughs> it's Derek, Barrick, Barrick Dondarian. Yeah, you Dondarian. Zaro Zavos Daxos. Spaces. And from there, we quickly jump across to the narrow scene. R.I.P. End of this. R.I.P. Trader. We love you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Khaleesi finishes her deal with this asshole. She gives him Drogon. He gives her the whip, which now means the Unsullied immediately turn their attention to her as their leader. Oof. And he says, Such like, a hot scene. He's like, to Ask that bitch to Masandi. Uh, how I get this, you know, dragon to calm down, and she turns around and starts speaking Valyrian back, which the whole time he's so been good. saying he's been talking mad shit about her in Valyrian. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. No one knows calling she her a whore, it. calling her like a bitch, all this stuff. And she queen. knows the Valyrian, yeah. and she's like, so she makes this trade. She gets Masandi, the Unsullied, and uh, in the deal, which again we talked about this, Masandi alone is I make that deal every day. I would have traded all the dragons for Masandi. You would have traded all, all your spices. Masandi's got three dragons, two in her shirt, one in the back of her pants, man. That's three dragons right there. All Breathing right. straight okay. fire. No wall. It's Christmas. You can't build a wall around this. This is a different right. wall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, she says, uh, and then like Masandi's hers, the Unsullied's hers. He can't control the dragon. She starts speaking Valyrian. He's like, oh shit. And then she hits him with Dracarys. And Drogon burns the Lights his ass Lights his ass It's lit. Like, like a Christmas tree. I Put a star it. on it. I love when she's yelling out in Valyrian to kill all the masters. And then it cuts to a shot of like, all the masters just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, just keeping control of the Unsullied. And one just gets rammed through with the oh, spear. Yeah. Mm. That's, I mean, this is peak Danny for me. I, I honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to hop on the Danny train for one episode. I'll hop on that restraining order. Do it. I, I, this, this scene got me going. This Snow is apocalypse. so yeah. good. Yeah. You so could, good. It was really easy. Two, three tr- strokes max and it was done. <laughs> I mean, I, me. listen, Masande is there. Time. All about it. In. Masandi and Daenerys in one scene, it's just so easy. You can just quickly yeah. do it. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the credits. Was that the last scene in that? Yeah, yeah it's the last it scene was. of the episode. All right, the so big, segments. The big fire across the battlements. Yeah. And, like, that's the and then it shows everything. It ends with the dragons in the air flying and Daenerys on horseback and all the Unsullied following her. Nice. It's really so good. Oh, it's, oh, the winter is it's insane. It's insane. So we, we're trucking through this. It was a white Christmas. So we're, we're already... That puts us at halfway through season three. Just about, yeah. Yep. Um, so we're we're on we're on good pace for that April deadline that we got. Mm-hmm. We'll um, make it. I will. We'll make it. What do you got? What do you got for your ratings on these two? Episode three is a six. Bridge okay. episode. Episode four is a six point one. Okay. Bridget. Bridget. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. crazy about them in terms of like, ooh, the greatest episodes ever. Oh six yeah, no chance. So I would, I, I gave the first one a five and a half because last week I gave both of them fives and I thought that. Episode three was better than those last two, mm-hmm. so I gave that a five and a half, um, and then I gave I had written down a six for the second one, but in full transparency, I didn't necessarily watch that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you have. How do you feel after that? I have. Review? I have. I've seen it like three or four times, but after we just went through that and yeah. talked about how great that last scene was, I'm I'm giving it a hard seven. 
Hard seven. So basically, hard seven. the episode is better if I describe it as what we learned. Yeah, yeah. And it got Chris hard. I mean, that's yeah. like that's like my first episode here when like you guys went through. I didn't think it was that great, and then we went through the entirety of it. I'm like, no, it's better than I thought it was. We that's another thing, folks. If you want to give us money just for being a hype man, we do that. Yeah, we do. But uh, hype man, we can describe anything and make it sound way better. Yeah, just give us money. Just yeah, give just, us give us money. Just Rob Gallagher gave us money to reference him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I own fifty percent of this company. I never saw a dollar from it. Forty nine percent. Chris made. <laughs> like, well, I didn't see a dime. Chris made, uh, Chris made out like a bandit in that deal. Yo, that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. Right? I'm, I'm actually going to give it a, a, a 7 and a 9, actually. Oh, shit. 7 for episode 3, 9 for episode 4. Oh, he shit. loved it, so we talked about it before you So what it. are you on, like a fucking 20 scale or something? No. <laughs> what did you give it? I gave, I gave the first one five and a half. I gave the second one a hard 7. So we're close. Yeah, we're right in that range. Yeah. So I, I love both these episodes so much, especially... Watching them, marry him. <laughs> especially watching them together, because like so many important setups and starts are happening, and all of them are done exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. None of them are sloppy by any stretch of the imagination. It's like Jamie losing his hand, mm-hmm. Padre getting that joke and comedy relief in, uh, Daenerys Dracovis, or like the sacking of Asapor and getting all the unsullied. Mm-hmm. Like, no, Rick, Ty- Ty- Tywin no, starting to run shit Ty- in King's Landing. Tywin, the introduction of Lady Olenna, the fucking boss, mm-hmm. like. The, the the scheming and none of it's none of it's dull like there's really it's like the, the dialogue, beginning right? oh yeah the beginning the beginning of reek like everything the beginning of reek yeah. everything is like perfectly handled there's no no reek no reek no reek family gather around reeksa no shade Dude, oh my NBC god no shade ball. that is oh, so no good oh, man. <laughs> wow brendan you've convinced me that my 6 and 6.1 is correct <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sticking with it but like like in conjunction with episode three, episode four is is a it's a nine. It's like it's a weaker nine, but it's a nine. Yeah, it's a weaker it's a soft nine. nine. It's, it's a soft nine. nine. It's a soft Punch. nine. Hard, really hard Brandon, eight, soft nine. You have not guest starred until late in season two. Me and Chris had a whole one and a half seasons debate on the hard soft scale. Oh yeah, because <laughs> technically a soft nine is better than a hard nine. Because it means once it gets hard, it's no, bigger. No, because sometimes... Is this a dick thing? No, because sometimes those soft ones, that once they get hard, they compress. You know, it's not... They yeah. don't... It's, what is it, an accordion? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a dying star. Yeah, it gets you know, denser. Like, if you got a soft 12, it's going to compress. You're going down to, like, a hard 10, probably. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's, it's... I'm glad... Thank you for the clarity. <laughs> on, the, on the not dick scale, it's a soft 9. Okay. The not dick nice. scale. Okay. All right. Um, but, best so, line, Yas Queen. Yeah, let's jump into segments. Um, we just did. My best line is, um, it's actually, I'm going to paraphrase a bit because it's more so the significance of the line than actual the line, but it was when Jamie was talking to uh, the Bolton captive, captors mm-hmm. and trying to save Brienne's life, and he's like, mm. her dad is Lord Selwyn Tarth of the Sapphire Isles. Do you know why they call it the Sapphire Isles? But I think that, like, in conjunction with him losing his hand, I think this is where, like you mentioned, Brendan, you really see uh, Jamie's life turning around and mm-hmm. people start to like Jamie a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so that's my best line. My Yas Queen was um, from Bron to Podrick saying, yes. pace yourself, lad. <laughs> after, after Podrick gets pre- presented with the three prosties. So I thought that was good. My best line is, uh, I got two, Mance Raider. I'm going to light the biggest fire the North has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then my other one is Theon to Ramsey. When he thinks Ramsey is working for his sister, he says he's crying and he's, he's realizing he made a terrible mistake. And he said, my real father lost his head at King's Landing. Oh, that's yeah, that's <laughs> great good. line. It's a great line. Good. And it's like, 
you see Theon realizing his mistakes and and he's about to eat the humble pie that Jamie ate by losing his hand except Theon loses so he much loses, more loses a lot yeah loses fingers loses and for like seasons little... worth of loss like Jamie's yeah. loss like is basically over um uh I have a best line and two actually yes queens. All right, Ooh. cool. Let me finish my yes queen first. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> this guy's getting Sorry. awfully comfortable. We're going to have a guest star next week. <laughs> uh, my yes queen is Craster to Sam when he says, uh, look at him. He's a walking feast. Because they're all like oh, starving. Yeah. He's saying you yeah. can just cut him up piece by piece. And it's like, it's, it's not even a yes queen. And then he like queen. licks it's, his lips too. It's not weird. a yes queen because it's a fat joke. It's a yes queen. It, because for me, Craster essentially is saying Sam looks like a snack. <laughs> oh, with two series. <laughs> like, you mentioned Sam and little shorts. Yeah. Best line, yes, queen. Uh, best line by Lady O saying, like, uh, the, I heard the, I know I knew the walls had ears, but apparently the shrubbery does as well to Varys as oh, I'm yeah. walking away. That was really good. And then my yas queen, my two yas queens, one was uh, Tywin telling Cersei, like, I don't, I don't. Uh, disrespect you because you're a woman. I disrespect you because you're not as smart as you think you are. And like that's so the first real time anyone's bitch laughed her verbally. Mm-hmm. And I was just all about it. And, and then, she just sat there and took it too. Oh yeah, she just yeah. she just shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then the other one again from Lady Olena is when like Varys <laughs> she's like oh seduce away. Although it may be for not. Oh, what yeah. happens when the decrepit bumps up against the non-existent? <laughs> <laughs> Lady Olena just has fire lines left and right. <laughs> Left and right. Yeah, this... and then... No, please go. No, I was gonna say it's a great line. Yeah, it's a great line. And then um, hottest moment next next segment. Um, so for me, I put Podrick introduces all the hookers to the cock show, <laughs> and then I also wrote uh, Varys getting revenge on the sorcerer. For me, was a hot moment mm. because he, in effect, is dicking down a guy who dicked him off. Ooh, <laughs> lots of, lots of dicks going around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine mine was also Tyrion gives Pod his prosty. Nice, yeah, and we get. I mean, it's our Christmas episode, so this is a special episode. Yeah, special episode. We're at the one hour point. Normally, we we try to stop by one hour, but hey, we're just lasting really long this time. And and, I mean, (laughs) you got you guys will have more time on your hands because usually you get a couple days off for for Christmas or at least one. So so let's listen. All right, then let's enjoy this. Yeah, Yeah. let's have fun. Let's fucking let's go for three hours. Yeah, (laughs) nine nine hour podcast. Um, We're just like sweating. You know. But no, my hottest moment was the saying that you had Tyrion giving Pod his reward for saving his life, which aka three prosties, top of the line prosties. Top of the line, um, the they're, top, they're, top tier. They're top not rest. they're not like they're not like your Chicago side of the road prosties. They're like your Amsterdam. <laughs> no visible sores. Um their their name's not like cinnamon. Yeah. You know? they're, they're not, a nice name. <laughs> not yeah. going to shank you. Yeah. They're not <laughs> undercover cops. <laughs> Brennan, did you have a hottest moment? Or do we all it's kinda like universal with the Padre? It's it's actually when they're introducing all the girls to Padre. Right. Like, Padre's reaction to it is the absolute best. Just staring it down. He knew. Do you think he was like, they're going to get so fucked? <laughs> well, no, because remember, he asked, T- Tyrion asked, has he ever had a woman before? And he's like, no. He's a, he's a kissless virgin. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, also, the um, that's a hot moment. Of course, the Jakar is seen as an honorable mention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, from there, we got a Mount Rushmore. Hell yeah, we do. Last week, me and Chris Mount Rushmore who we'd want to torture. This week, it's who we want to torture us. Now, ground rules. Are we trying to pick a good roster of torturers, or do we want people to torture us like Kat, who's going to let us go? I'll accept anything as long as you defend your answer properly. Right. Okay. Okay. 
I had the first pick last time, so you get the first pick. Okay. So and then I'll pick, and then Brendan will pick, and we'll just keep going in order. So you, me, Brendan, Brendan, me, you, you, me, Brendan, Brendan. Snake. Right, we'll just we'll Snake. yeah we'll, it. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. My first pick is going to be Sansa Stark. Okay. Um, mainly because I have a big thing for her. But also, side note, she just wouldn't really know what she's doing, so I wouldn't really get tortured that bad. Oh, like, you like it when she would just be, she'd probably like just like Ooh, t- tickle, tickle me with a feather. Or so something. that's the route you're going. Be careful. Yeah. La- later on, like, yeah, season later one. on, she gets a little saucy. Yeah, you you would not make it well. They, well, dude, regardless, rat- regardless, though, so saying later on, that to me is a soft pick. Regardless of later on, because there's people you can pick who like right away they fuck your life. All right, dude. Well, f- well, you you're just gonna openly like call my picks off? What? Yeah. All right, bitch. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucker. You fucking fucker. Fuck uh, I think it's a soft pick, Sansa. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm going hard. All right. Okay? I'm going hard. All right. So you're gonna pick Danny, probably. No, my first uh, pick. Yeah. Ramsey. Oh. Bring it, motherfucker. He's think, a good. Torture. If he thinks if he thinks I'm gonna call myself Reek. I'm gonna call him Reek. Dude. I ain't never given in. Dude, Ramsey, Ramsey fucks freedom. you up, dude. Ram- I don't give a shit. It, listen, he's got all the patience and time. I'm picking. I want an impressive roster of people who are gonna torture me. But okay. you're. But don't you don't lose U.S. Your, government. <laughs> don't don't lose your dick for Amelia, man. Oh yeah, that's right. You're gonna need that later on. I'd eat her out. <laughs> Face sitting? Question mark. Right in your pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with a with a kind of an outlier. I'm gonna go with Oberyn Martell. Ooh. Ooh. Because, you like... Want, you want him to fuck you. <laughs> well, be honest. No, it's, it's, you, it comes down... You want, <laughs> you, you want him to oh, fuck man. you. Listen, this isn't how I wanted to come out of the closet. <laughs> but, a very uh, special deep throat. <laughs> but, like, the way he penetrated that Lannister wrist... <laughs> <laughs> but no, that like, is great. That is, like when true. he when he just shows up and he it, like is just holding the knife in the guy's wrist and he's like a lot of a lot of veins in the wrist oh, and yeah. like just... the worst part about torture is when they not only can fuck you up but they they produce great dialogue. You oh, never yeah. want to get <laughs> fucked up by a guy because like it's like Ramsey yeah. Oberyn I think would be great. It's a great pick. It's a it's he's got potential. Now do we go to Chris or you want Brennan's second pick? You want to snag it? Let's just let's just keep going. In Go a row. in your I like yeah, yeah, We'll it's keep going around. Uh, my second pick is going to be Liza Aaron. Okay. Now hear me out. Oh, you okay. want to suck that titty? Yeah. So I feel like her form of torture would be I just get some titty milk and then jump out the moon door. So, Which, if you're gonna um, die, you might as well do like a fun. Yeah, just like, go, for a, for, a go for a ride. Go for a ride. You know, they put you in a sky cell though. Yeah, those Either are way, fu- those are fucked up because they're slanted. Yeah, they're slanted. Yeah, that would actually suck. And then I got to deal with uh, the tor- the the um, door guy who like, <laughs> only knows three words. No gold. Yeah, no gold. Mod. <laughs> so it's my pick now. Oh yeah. Uh shit. So I'm gonna go with who's like a good. Ooh, who could who could give it to me? Good. Um, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Cersei Lannister. Oh yeah, okay. she would torture you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she torture yeah. so good. Like that. that she she'd get like one of your loved ones and then like make you watch him watch him or her die. Mm. It'd be like me. She she would actually be killing me and you would just watch me die. And I'd be like, who's I got 100 percent of the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> this is torture. Yeah, this is torture. I'm winning, Brendan. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with another kind of outlier here. Uh, I completely just blanked on the fucking name. Uh, the not the tickler. Uh, the faceless men. Jack and Hagar. 
Jack Nagar, the Ooh. Faceless Man. I feel Ooh. like it'd be very weird and inventive, if anything. They they would probably they'd end up taking your face, so then yeah, and then I would live on forever. Well, but you'd just be murdering people left and right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I wouldn't. My face would. Yeah. What if someone took this your face and didn't murder people. people with you, but instead just became like a public flasher, <laughs> <laughs> just walking around in a trench coat, well, just, 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 just say face. just say the name Brendan, and he just flashes him and runs away. Just like, ah! I mean, he'll probably be in better shape than me, so it'll probably be better. Alright, Chris, your third pick? Um, I'm going to go with Craster. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, because I'm a, I'm a boy, so like he'd probably give me to a White Walker, maybe. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like also, I'd, you know, I'd get to hang out with like 50 wives for a second. So that'd be <laughs> chill. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, my big board I'm going to take for my third pick is uh, Malisandra. Oof. She not only not only would she light me up, but maybe I could like lie and say I got a little king's blood, and then she'd get naked, tie me to a bed, put some leeches on me. Jokes on her, I'm down. I'm so down for that. She could leech, <laughs> she could leech me up. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Malasadra, and then like I I you know maybe she maybe Stannis will see the victory in the flames that my body produces. So I was gonna fun. yeah that well Mel's a good pick, but like the the problem with Mel is like you got to burn at the end. You know it'd be it'd be yeah. fun for like the yeah. first few days, and then you just get burnt up. Yeah, it's like you you bang her, and then you're like oh, there's a burning sensation. <laughs> not, this is a bad thing. I'm gonna have to go. Not to this plant kind of burning. I need some penicillin. <laughs> Brendan, third pick. I'm gonna go with uh, Arya Stark post Bravos. Let me just the, the so smart move. 18 year old Arya Stark. Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> yep. After she gets back from Bravos. Yeah. Interesting timeline. Well, dude, that's like your same. Yeah, that's another faceless man. That's just a, that you, that's he your same it. pick. No, but she's not a faceless man. She very much is Arya Stark. True. She's a faceless yeah, woman. that's a good point. But she just has like she that has, basic she has that skill set. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, I think like I mean fuck it. Her like the the whole fake. Trial. That's such a good pick too, because Arya is a chandelier girl, so she's gonna be oh, swinging. Dude, she's oh, she's gonna be the best. She's, she's gonna be. Just, oh my god. She's just getting involved in she's everyone's a mess. Spider monkey should be in every corner of that room, hopping around. <laughs> gonna gonna wear me the fuck out. Oh yeah, you're gonna die. So I gotta good. work on my cardio. <laughs> you're gonna die. You're gonna so die good. so good. Um, final pick for Chris. Final pick for Chris would be. Um, what was what what was uh what's her, what was um Elburn's wife's name? Oh, it's this, this, the um, Paramore. Whatever. Oh, uh, something sand. Ilaria sand. Ilaria sand. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, she could torture the fuck. She's great. Out she poison you, but like she poison you like banging you. So it's like that's yeah. Good. <laughs> be, uh, yeah. It'd, just like wax lips on the veg. Yeah. 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 It'd, be, it'd be chill. The good final times. person I want to torture me. Holy cow! Memphis just came back and with a minute left in the. We floor. have the TV on, folks, and we're watching oh, yeah. a hell of a football game. The I think it's like the James Birmingham. Oh, Bowl. that's an unfortunate yeah. band outfit. Let me think. This has to be a good one, so I have an impressive one. And I was going to do a comedy one, but I can't. i got to keep it up with my good torturing motherfuckers. I'm going to go with... Um, Kyborn. Oh, yeah. Because he might he turn me into like a zombie. Yeah. He would do experiments on me. That's a good one. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'd love to be experimented on. Any listeners want to experiment on me, hit me up. Remember when, uh, remember when they got a hold of the Septa who was torturing Cersei? Yeah. And, and it's, it's just it's, like fed her to the mountain. I don't even like, we don't know what happened behind she's, the door. She's still but, alive probably to this day because she oh, said yeah. she's like, you're not going to die for a very long time. Yeah. Which you could say, you could argue the High Sept would be a good pick. The high step would yeah. be a very good pick. But Brendan, it's you here for your final pick. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. Well, uh, Wake Forest then just returns. Yeah, it that was to a the massive return. Oh shit, Brendan. I'm. I'm gonna go with Lady Elena. 
You fucking love Lady Olympus. You do. I do. Yeah. I really do. Love I mean, her. you don't want her to fuck you as hard as Oberyn, but you... <laughs> no. <laughs> but well, I think dude, she... last episode, I... you were talking about smanging Lady Olenna, so I think she might... Not, like, not Oberyn, though. I, don't, I would have picked Marjorie, but I don't think Marjorie would have been able to, like, torture anyone. Like, no. not that she can't, but I just... She, she tortured doesn't... Renly with her pussy. Yeah, she just doesn't have the skill set for it. So, like, Lady Olenna at least has, like, the history and knowledge to do so. <laughs> I don't know I why want, I thought I that want was so professionalism. funny. That was good. <laughs> I want professionalism in my torturer. That's what I okay. want. I come to expect a certain quality. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> um, yo, speaking of that ain't no problem, I was last night I just kept talking about uh, them knuckleheads don't play no defense. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Wait for us to play no defense. <laughs> Memphis should have scored 34 points in knucklehead. <laughs> knucklehead. Yeah. So good. So that's so that's the Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Since this is the Christmas episode, Chris, we got a little Christmas gift. Christmas gifts. Um, so we're gonna do what a short segment. Yeah, where, just give some gifts. So we're we're giving out gifts. We're giving out Christmas gifts. Giving out presents. Um, I have I actually have three on my list. Three very good boys and girls that need some good gifts. Um, Sansa, of course, she's just getting a hug. She needs a hug. <laughs> she, her dad died. Her sister's missing. She thinks her two youngest brothers are dead, and her brother is gone somewhere. So, like, Sansa, I'll just, I'll just hug it out with you. That's nice. We'll just give her a hug. A little, like, a certificate for one free hug whenever you need it. Exactly. And then my, my second gift is um, to another Stark, but Rickon. Um, just giving him a ton of coal. He's getting coal. Yeah, coal. I like He's that. He's getting coal. And then my last gift, and probably saving the best for last, good old Lance Lannister, Lanny Lan. New painter's hat? Kicking it. No. I'm actually, I'm getting him a PS4, and, oh, I, wow. and I'm pre-downloading Fortnite on there. Just so, <laughs> just, yep. I mean, he seems like a big, he seems like a big Fortnite guy. He probably flosses all the and time. You, you know what? I'm going to piggyback off that. I'm also going to give Lance a gift, a White Sox fitted. Get him um, out of that painter's Get him out of the painter's Yeah. Get it. You okay. Know. He'll probably look like Bumgarner with the flow coming out. He'll look great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some gifts as well. Who uh, do you got? Daenerys. Obviously, I'm going to give her my nudes. Um, <laughs> Molly Sandra, I'm giving a George Foreman grill. Oh, she, you know, nice. She loves it. She's, she's she a big, it. She big fire it. girl. Miss Andy, I'm going to give her uh, my insurance so she can get an IUD. Um, <laughs> so I can bust up in that all the time. Uh, whoa. Oh, my gosh. Restraining order. Uh, Restraining order. It's a new one. Ramsey, I'm getting uh, the product that we reviewed on the show that I loved and I bought accidentally, the Manscaped Ball Shaver. Oh, yeah. I think you can use that uh, for Theon, so maybe it'd help cut the dick off. It'd make I mean, really, it easier. Shave him up first, get it nice and smooth, and lop off that dick. Happy accidents, really. Happy accidents. And finally, my last gift is for good old Rick on Stark. I'm going to get him a GameCube with no controllers, and I'm also not going to get any of the cords that connect to the TV. It's just going to be the fucking cube. <laughs> and he's going to have to figure out how to plug that thing in. He's going he's gonna to have to like go yeah. on Amazon and try to find it. It's going to be super inconvenient. I'm going to fill up like hella glue into the outlets and jacks, and he's going to see how Rick out enjoys that little gift. <laughs> Brent, Brent, you got any uh, Christmas gifts you want to give out? Yeah, I got, a, I got a, a Secret Santa that I got to buy for, uh, and that, that's going to be Podrick. Okay. And nice. uh, I'm going to get Podrick a industrial-sized tub of lube. Nice. Yeah, for all the schmanging he's going to be doing later. Nice. nice. They said, too, that like, his dick isn't even that big. That was like one thing they even meant. Yeah. <laughs> Varys is like, is he just well endowed? And the lady's like, no. And then he's like, what did he do? She's like, he just, he just goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's just putting in the Lord's work. <laughs> Anyone else you want a gift? Nah, I mean, I'm just a gift. Merry Christmas to all of them. Yeah, Merry Christmas. If you didn't get a gift, be better next year. 
Uh, Jon Snow, I'm going to get him some winter because he fucking loves it. He loves when winter comes. So let's give Jon Snow some winter. We'll, we'll get Nadia's head Snow. back. Yes. We'll give him that back. No, just like a head. turtleneck sweater. <laughs> yeah. With no head. Let's give Jon, <laughs> let's give him like an army because that's all he fucking wants. Oh, we got the real war. Well, he's got one let's now. Let's give him a World War II documentary and show him what real war fucking is. Let's, let's give, let's give Reek his courage back. Yeah. Because it's hard. Next segment. This one is a fan favorite now. Um, you blew it. You blew it. I, this was a great creation by me and Chris. We, we just got addicted to Tim and Eric. And one night I was watching one of their videos. They hit us with a you blew it. And I was like, we should do a segment where people blow it all the time. People do blow it constantly in Game people of Thrones. People are constantly blowing it. So I'll lead uh, us Brendan off here. Brendan loves it when Oberyn blows it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lead us off here. Mine was when Edmure Tully missed the funeral pyre like three oh, times. Oh, God, yes. Um, just like shed his pants and the blackfish just shoved him <laughs> away. It's like, nah, I got this. So, um, Edmure Tully. You blew it. You blew it. <laughs> oh, shit. I blew oh, it. Oh. Ah, I you blew, blew it. it. I always blow it. It's no problem. My you blew it is to Carl, the Night's Watchman who fucked Craster up, who fucked up, uh, whose actions led to Mormon's death, who also is a bad guy in The Dark Knight Rises. Mm -hmm. Um, So, to the bad guy in The Dark Knight Rises and to Night's Watchman Carl, guess what? You blew it. You fucking blew it. You blew blew it. it. You blew it. Brandon, you got anyone that blew it? (sighs) Cersei trying trying to assert some dominance with her dad. yeah. 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 Oh, so we're doing a Cersei. We're doing another one. Fuck. We're doing, yeah. I'm blowing <laughs> yeah, it all over that, right now. Pull that back uh, up. Well, then to Cersei Lannister. You blew it. You fucking you blew, blew it. it. You're blowing it, Cersei. You blew it. This is the first time she blew something not named Jamie. How exciting! <laughs> <laughs> or her cousin. Or, or yeah, or Lanny. Lanny. Or Lanny. He out. Talk about. I would love to see that scene. Lanny has to be terrible. He well, just looks like a guy who well, sucks. Well, no, remember they showed him naked and he's just like, he. I mean, his he was ass, just skinny. And it's just like, oh, like, dude, well, I'm what are skinny. You, doing? you can look good. I remember, skin. I remember he tried to be like yep. cool post. Can. Whoa. <laughs> I remember he tried to be cool post fog and then Cersei's like, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> he's, well, he, was, he wasn't big. He was like, you want to snuggle? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wanted to see him just naked with only his painter's hat on. That, that would have that made my day. That would have been day. great if he was painting her like that. Day. He's, he's definitely a sock boy, let's just be honest. A oh, yeah, sock big sock boy. boy. Oh, get George a date. Let's get George a date. You go first. Um, so George Wait, Brennan, do you have one? I'll think of one. Okay. So George R. R. Martin, of course, we, we need him to get inspired to make more material. Uh, we need him to come out with a new book, and there's no one that makes more point, pointless material than Amy Schumer, um, and I, I feel like I feel like they'd be a great match. Amy, yeah. a, Amy Schumer's just always pumping out Netflix specials and shit that Left no one right. watches. Left and right, um, they get bad reviews, and she on the internet it's like, oh, they're bad reviews because of like misogyny, because of things, and everyone's like, because of no humor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She, she just, I mean, it's like Cartman. She just yells out like, "My vagina!" Yeah, she's not really a comedian so much as like a performance artist, I guess. Yeah, she. It's like I don't like when people who don't do funny shit are mad when people find their shit not funny. It would yeah. be like if Ted Bundy put out a comedy special. It was like, "Hey, where's the LOLs? <laughs> where's, where, where's, where's where's the laughings out louds?" Yeah, it's true. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. He would love her. Who do you got? You can take anything at this point. <coughs> My date for George is Mrs. Claus. Oh. Ah, what a headline power move that would be if he effed Santa's ho, ho, ho. Well, and also he kind of looks like Santa. Oh, yeah. He does. He she would probably, he like probably would be, you'd be like, yeah, it's me. 
<laughs> he would spill his milk all over her cookies. He would cookie her up. You know what I mean? I love cookies. Stocking stuffers. Don't wrap the gifts. Don't, don't, wrap, don't wrap the, the gifts. gifts. Brendan, you got one or not? I do have one actually, and uh, it's gonna be uh, a, gonna make me sound like I'm just repeating myself over and over again. Lady Elena. It's gonna be Lady O because uh, she's know, gonna we inspire. Know we know it. Yeah. She's gonna inspire some amazing dialogue in that old fuck. Yeah. He wants Lady Olena to. They're fuck probably George. of age Dude, together. They're probably similar. You're gonna do age, like probably. a weird orgy with Olena, George, and fucking Oberon. Three three dicks in one veg. Let's do this. I don't no, know. I don't think Oberon's going in that veg. I think he's going <laughs> in your little butthole. <laughs> Listen, hate the hate uh, hate the player, not the game. That's nice, true. Nice That's and true. oiled it up. Do be like that. Nice Go, and oiled greasy. up. <laughs> but no, I think I think she's slippery boys. Slippery boys. <laughs> You know what I thought of the other day that doesn't get me played? Stations of a Boss. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. I, for, I completely forgot Jesus about Jesus comes Stations back to Earth and becomes a rap star. <laughs> That's a great pick. Lady Olena, and Brennan's right, though. She's oh, a great man. F- Wake Foe just took the lead with 34 seconds left in the fourth. Lady Olena's a great fucking character. Yeah, she She's is. an amazing well, character. She is. Next week's episodes, I think she I kind of hate how she goes out, but we'll get to we'll No, I love how on. she goes out. We'll cover that later on. I hate that she goes out. Yes. But for how she goes out, I think it's fit. Oh, very much so. I just think, I mean, with with how smart she is, I just I, I find it hard to believe that she could have a army march from King's Landing to her doorstep and be caught off guard. That just doesn't make well, it sense. Wasn't, it wasn't doesn't caught matter. off guard. I mean, I feel like they all fucked up. Daenerys' whole, Daenerys and Tyrion sold her a bill of goods that was rotten. Their, yeah. their plan fucked her in a way. Well, it wasn't Tyr- really it was her Tyrion's plan. plan. Yeah. T- Tyrion's plan just fucked up. If I was Daenerys, I'd be like... Yeah, she wasn't, the baby. she wasn't caught off guard because she, she even just sitting there and she's like, how do we do? And Jamie's like, I'm standing here, so how do you think? Yeah, he's like, they no. fought valiantly. I'm like, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so next segment, titties. unnecessary titties, of no course. No such thing, one might argue. Um, mine was Gilly having the baby. It was just so loud. She was screaming. The kid was screaming. So loud. I had my headphones in. I'm watching on my tablet and I'm like, I, I took my headphones out. I'm like, until the scene's over, I can't listen to this shit anymore. Great. I love that one. And to piggyback off that, folks, you with your headphones in right now with these new mics, we are making love to your ears. Oh, these are, this is podcast this babies is the being made. Yeah. Your ears are pregnant. Um, <laughs> are and, and you might not even know it, but no. nine months later, you're going to have ear Little babies. baby ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you get gauges in your lobes. You're going to think air. you're gonna think it's cauliflower ear. It's just pregnancy ear. It's just pregnancy it's pregnant ear. ear. Yeah, you went nine rounds with Mayweather. New condition. Uh, my unnecessary titties <laughs> is when Marjorie convinces Joffrey to see the people. And they fucking cheer for him. Like, why would you cheer for that little punk bitch? He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't the deserve the propaganda, applause. dude. He lives for the applause, though. Yeah, that's true. The Joseph, the Joseph Goebbels. He's mm-hmm. he's out there popping out probably little pictures of Joffrey, drawn pictures of him like stabbing Stannis or some shit. That's probably. Mm, yeah. I wish they showed more of that aspect. The the the. the people's reaction to the lies and deceit that they're fed well that's what we got though is the people's reaction to the lies and deceit that they're fed i mean they were cheering for him you're right 6.1 brendan Um, you got one giving jamie horse piss like at this Uh, point he's already lost he's already lost his hand he lost the fight he got beaten down in the dirt again he hasn't eaten or slept or drank water in days Mm -hmm. and he's just like just give him horse piss instead of, you know, water to keep his captive alive. But we're naturally, like, good people. Like, I think the whole point is that these guys are not. There's like, scum. they have no remorse. There's there scum. is no empathy. Well, it's interesting because in the books, the character that that Bolton guy was based on is called Vargo Hote. He's actually a mercenary from Essos. 
And wow. he's known for like cutting limbs off and keeping his trophies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually the 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 actor actually kind of like looks like how how he's how portrayed. He's yeah. How you'd imagine? Mm-hmm. Do they do a good job? Is there any characters where you look from the books and think, "Wow, not at all what I would have picked." Tyrion. Yeah. He's supposed to be missing his nose. He's supposed point. to be missing his nose, and and he's he's much more like um, the actor himself. I'm, Peter I'm blanking. Peter Dinklage is actually. I mean, he's a good looking guy. He's a, he's pretty handsome. He and, is a good and dude. is described as grotesque and misshapen and all this stuff all the time. So, and he also has uh, he also has almost platinum blonde hair with one well, he's a, he's streak a of one streak of uh, black in it. So he, he, I think he looks the most different. Yeah, Jon yeah. Snow. I imagine since I only watched the show, I imagine you could never imagine anything except Kit Harrington. Yeah. Well, it's easy to get the Starks down because they all have, for the most part, the same rugged features: rugged, beards, dark hair, long hair. Except Sansa has the red hair. Bran, Bran in the fire. books has red hair a little bit. He's a little bitch too. What about Rickon in the books? What's his? Rickon has Rickon has the Tully hair as well. The red, the kind of oh, red hair. What a fucker. <laughs> I can already tell in the books I don't like him. Trial by Combat. Trial by Combat. This week's Trial by Combat is a a Christmas theme, and it's from the Boys series. I'm back on my boys shit. I love the boys. Yeah, so this series is for Christmas. It's it's called Santa's Little Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Much like Santa's Little Helpers. So what happens is, is that Santa goes completely fucking insane. He goes ballistic, and he ends up killing all of his reindeer. So he needs someone to pull his sleigh. So what he does is he captures all these fucking dudes and he human centipedes them, oh, and they become his reindeer. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, a horror! It's a horror franchise. That's fucked up. Santa's man. little boys, and they're Dude. pulling his sleigh. And he's like, "I'm Dasher, I'm Dancer," and they're just like, "Oh boy." That doesn't fit in with the rest <laughs> oh, of the boys boy series, though. That's that one's a lot more gruesome. We got to branch is, out. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, listen. All the other boys series are very merry. You got your porter potty boys. You got your uh-huh. sock boys. You got, you got your, your slippery, slippery boys. boys. You got to get a little darkness in there. You know, you got to. Go it's f- it's for the yeah. gothic boys well, fans. We're approaching okay. rated R territory here. This is like when DC does a, a superhero movie. And you're like, oh, that was kind of dark. Yeah, that's what this is. And they're okay. they're human centipeded, and they're they're shitting four loco into each other's mouths. And they're <laughs> Dude, so we we, might, boys. we might get some overtime action here. They're they're in field goal range. Pick nope Ooh. nope. They're in field goal range, so, so we, yeah, we, we got some boys, some and that's action. the boy, and that's the and that's Santa's little boy. So that's a that's the latest boys edition. That's the latest edition of the boys. See, I would be down for Santa's Santa's little boys, but I want them to not be mouth to asshole sewed together. You want them to be pulling the sleigh, just yeah. in their slippery socks, yeah, yeah, just like you know, that could be an angle. Just regular we'll boys. see what we'll see what the producers say. We'll see what the uh, what the uh, production company, what the studio yeah. wants. Yeah. I mean, I'm, at the end of the day, the studio gets 100 yeah. percent say. As the de facto editor for that, uh, that boys show, true. It, it's true. Uh, I really, I, I'm a huge horror junkie fan. I want to see you want to see the the you want to see boys ass to mouth. Yeah, this yeah. is the Oberyn speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that and you know, gotta cut up a couple boys. There's That's a couple. The thing, we got it, too many boys at this point. We got to kind of thin the herd. A you got to consider too, like I guess either one's acceptable. Maybe we do what Deadpool did. We release the PG-13 one where it's just the boys help Santa. But yeah. I guess that completely changes the act. That completely, like what? Does Santa just lose his mind? Maybe one he day just loses the reindeer. Just... No, instead it, it of it turns out, them. like it turns out, that's like a fake Santa. 
In the Ooh. in the thirteen version, kind of like a nightmare. Ooh, we could Christmas. have George R. R. Martin playing Santa. Yeah, yes. now yeah, we're could, talking. And he's fucking Mrs. Claus and, in the and, scene. And, 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 we'll and Tim pull. Allen can be a racist in it. Well, we can have he'll play himself. We yeah. can we can have Roseanne show up, be, yes. be taking tons of Ambien, and and all the boys, <laughs> all the boys, all the boys with the mouth to ass are just Rick and Stark. Just oh, we'll just, just get all. a bunch of Rick and Starks. Yeah, some from the book, some from the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, they got their GameCube. They don't know how to plug it in. Oh, and the, and that's perfect. <laughs> Because all that's, the reward, that's all that's all they do is run straight, no zigzags. No zigzags. Yeah, <laughs> and Shad is like, straight. we gotta go. Look at China, you fucking, you're not turning. And I also and and when he when George fucks Mrs. Claus, yeah, I, I demand full pen. I demand <laughs> Mrs. Claus played oh, by please. Lady Olena. Please, yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, all right we got a movie. Wait, wait. So are the boys are Rick on? But are they ass to mouth or are they just reindeer boys? Well, if they're, they're like, Rick yeah. on, they're ass to mouth. Well, they're ass to mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. And you don't yeah. even need to make them a human centipede. They're just doing it because they're <laughs> fucking idiots. Can we, can we, in the middle of that, can we can we put <laughs> Bran in there because his legs don't work? I just got to see him kind of like, eh. Just flying ass to mouth. And just imagine, you know, Rudolph when they like the legs on the reindeer yeah. kick? Just imagine Rick on ass to mouth. <laughs> Kicking his legs. But his legs are just straight like doggy paddling. He's like doggy paddling. Like his arms his arms are going, but his legs are straight. Ricky doesn't want to make toys. Ricky's like, I wanna be a toy. You don't wanna make toys. What? Ricky doesn't know how to zigzag. Alright, so we're gonna end the episode. We could go on for hours like this, but uh, dude, this gonna... might be one of the greatest trial by combat discussions ever since, you're, the, you're, since the you're first welcome. since we first fucked fish this week. <laughs> Rickens talking the land of misfit Rickens. Oh All my right. god. Oh. So we love you guys. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, whatever you guys do. Yeah. Um, Brendan, you got anything else? I'm, no, I'm uh, done. Uh, thank you, everybody. Love you all, and uh, hope you have a happy whatever the fuck you celebrate. All right, yep. Shady, take us out. We love you guys. Amelia, hit me up. I got a stocking stuffer for you. <laughs>